This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Gusto, modern, easy payroll benefits for small businesses across the country. And because you're a listener, you get three months free when you run your first payroll. Find out at gusto.com slash tape. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Greg Mead. He is the CEO and co-creator of a business and, let's just face it, a sport called CrossNet. So, uh, Greg, uh, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem, John. Thanks for having me. So, I guess we ought to start with kind of the the two-minute summary of, like, what is CrossNet? Explain the game. Yeah, so CrossNet is a recreation of a childhood game. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Foursquare, Boxball. It's a old middle school, elementary school game. You'd play on the ground, you'd bounce it, you'd have four quadrants, and you'd always want to be the king. Um, and usually you'd want to stay in that four square um, by the time recess ended or whatever lunch was coming. And so that, that's the whole objective of that game. And then we ended up bringing it back to life, and it's in the air now. So it's four square in the air, um, and that's cross net. Um, so you play to 11. And you, you can only score in the king square, which is also the four square. So so there's an element of volleyball to it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you don't have to be good at volleyball, though. So, I mean, obviously, if you're better at volleyball, the better you'll do. Um, me and our founders, we actually aren't volleyball players at all. We play basketball, soccer, um, everything else besides volleyball. So we kind of have like a little taps creation of it. And we, uh, we're athletic, so it, it, it works out well. So I'm envisioning this. I know when I was growing up, we used to do this. I'd get together with my friends and we'd like make up these games and our own rules. And it maybe involved a baseball and a bat. But, you know, other than that, we had our own rules. And I mean, I'm envisioning you guys sitting around like drinking one day. Okay, this is just my vision. Uh, drinking beers one day and you said, let's do this. I mean, is that sort of the, the origin story of CrossNet? Uh, similar, yeah. Um, so my friend Mike, our, our co-founder and partner, uh, he graduated from Northeastern. And he called me up one day. He's like, Greg, I want to I wanna do something. I want to invent something with you. Uh, he knew I was in the marketing and entrepreneurship. So he's like, I don't want to be an engineer nine to five. Let's go do something. So we, I was like, all right, come over right now. So we came over. It was probably like two in the afternoon. We sat there all day on the couch um, watching ESPN highlights over and over, just thinking of ideas, jotting them down on notes pad on our phones. We came up with like a list of like 50 products. Um, it was a wall charger. Um another speaker and then crossing it. And uh, we were like, okay, we have to do this. We wanted to bring an um, element of sports to the next level. So we, we decided to go with, go with crossing it. And the next day we went out to Walmart target and we bought two badminton sets. Um, we ripped one apart and put it against the tree and my mom's shed. And the other one was normal. And we ended up calling some friends over. We played and it was, it was a fun time. Um, then we actually produced it and made it official. So, is this one of those things where you just were kind of making up the rules as you were going and, uh, and eventually kind of after enough trial and error landed on what seemed to work? Yeah. So we wanted to incorporate the normal four square rules. You know, you mess up, you go to the back of the line, uh, but four square, normal four square, you don't, you don't play to a point system. Um, it's more of like a, whoever's in there, the longest wins in a time period. So we Im- implemented, like we, we play basketball. We play a lot of pickup basketball. You play to 11, you win by two. So we implemented the, the score to 11, and you must win by two. And if you mess up, you go to the back of the line, still like four square, and you keep your points. All right, so you've got the idea. You've played enough. You've played with some friends to maybe people kind of tell you, yeah, this is fun. I mean, how do you take it to the next step to make it a real thing? Yeah, so we knew it was going to be a hit. So what we did was we, we outsourced it. We, we manufactured it. 
and we we made it a playable game and a presentable game so we can bring to the beach to a grassy area and we we got people's reactions and they loved it they would if you set it up right now you go to the beach you'll set it up and there'll be a line of 20 kids sometimes and people taking photos videos asking what it is it, it's it's surreal yeah and so in some ways you you kind of have to create the demand right if you're going to go to walmart or shields or somebody like that and say we've got this great idea i mean they're going to want to see people want to play it right i mean so did you have to go out and and I don't know, for lack of a better term, kind of expo the and to, to create some demand where people are like, yeah, where can we get this? Um, essentially, yeah, we did. When we go out in public, we play. And then, like I said, people would come up to us and end up playing. But we did a lot of uh, marketing online, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, really got social presence out there. Um, we're, we're pretty good at that stuff. And then with our, my brother's also a lead salesman. So he uh, he picked up the phone and he got some deals done for us. We are, we are wearing shields right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I went. I looked at your locator map and uh, found found a few of those. So, what 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 has been the biggest hurdle to this entire? I mean, I, obviously, you're not done, but so far, what's been kind of the biggest hurdle to this entire idea or adventure? Um, it would definitely be keeping up with the demand. Um, last summer, we got hit big time with a wave of orders. Um, we weren't anticipated for like I think we skyrocketed like by eight times our sales. Um, our inventory depleted overnight and we had to make our customers wait a month for the product, which is, uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, we don't want to keep running into that issue. And that's something we're still actively trying to fix as a team, but we keep growing at a faster pace than we actually anticipate. So next time around, we're going to anticipate times 20. So we're ready for everything. Is there a season to this? I'm, I'm guessing, you know, anytime you can do stuff outdoors, that's probably better than say winter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, summer is kind of our Christmas. Uh, it's it's hot everywhere, but when it comes to Christmas time, winter time, uh, it, it's still crazy off the charts. People are buying it for the summer, or they're just buying it because they live in hot locations: California, Texas, Florida. Yeah, where you can play year round. <laughs> yeah, and we've also seen some people play in the snow too, which is cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have, we have a little uh, um, we have a little game that my kids and I play that in in the. Uh, and it's actually more fun when we'll, we'll like take it on a hike or a camping trip or something. It's actually more fun in the snow and it involves a, um, a little net and a ball as, as well. So, so what's your marketing look like and, and how has it kind of evolved or is it, is it simply just been word of mouth? Um, it's been definitely word of mouth after our initial marketing, I would say. So we definitely scaled Facebook ads drastically over the last two quarters. Um, we've found out our target market which was essentially mom and dads um, more than the typical volleyball player or the typical 20 year old kid that would think would be competitive at this. Obviously those people still buy, but our, our market is more of towards the moms and we're going to continue to scale that and grow it and get them more involved essentially as that's our main market right now. So, so they're buying it more as a family activity. Yeah. That's what it seems like from now. Yeah. Everyone loves payday, but loving a payroll provider. That's a little weird. Still, small businesses across the country love running payroll with Gusto. Gusto automatically files and pays your taxes. It's super easy to use, and you can add benefits and management tools to help take care of your team and keep your business safe. It's loyal. It's modern. You might fall in love yourself. Hey, and as a listener, you get three months free when you run your first payroll. So try a demo and test it out at gusto.com slash tape. That's gusto.com dot com slash tape. So have you made anything that you look back now and go, well, that was a mistake. I wish we hadn't done that. 
Um, I would say the development of the actual game in the beginning, we kind of rushed it. Well, we didn't rush it. We just, we've had a bunch of different prototypes. Um, we never really had that product that was like the final product, um, until recently. So I wish we kind of went back and more and like, just really went through each, um, each material, each, each process of playing the game in from when it ships out of our warehouse to delivery, to the people setting it up and actually enjoying it. So I would say that's, that's the, that's, that was a hurdle. Have you sensed there's a, a sort of a competition to what you do? I mean, are you are you having to teach people about the game before they have an interest in playing it, or you know, is it are other established games you know kind of keeping you out of places? Have you sensed you know where your kind of competitive pressure is? Um, yeah, I would say um, when people start seeing it, they always ask questions. How do you play? What is this? Um, a lot of them understand that it is Foursquare. And they just need to know the rules on how you actually keep points when um, and stuff like that. So that that is a hurdle. We have um, actually implemented a nice rule book, so when people do get the game, they understand how to play, um, how to set it up. So you just read that um, quick five minutes, and you actually understand it. It's really simple once you once you play once or twice, and you really get the hang of it, and it gets intense. So has there been a was there a moment when you were doing this, and you know everybody's kind of like, oh, is this going to work? You know, we're putting a lot of effort in it. I mean, was there a time or something that happened where you said, you know what, I think this is going to work? Uh, yeah, we have always had a good faith in it. We we knew it was going to take off. It's just a matter of time. I don't think there was ever a moment where we had a, a, a relapse or whatever, thinking that it wasn't going to work. I think it was more of we hit shields right, and we were like, okay, let's let's really take this to the next level. Um, so yeah, we got into some good shot stores really quick and we knew it was possible. So it, w- would you say the, the chain store uh, purchase was a big break or in some ways, you know, because sometimes a lot of people think, okay, I've got this product. It's really profitable. We sell them, you know, online, you know, one at a time we make a lot of money and then a big retailer comes along and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we want to buy a thousand of them or whatever the number is, but we also want it for 75% off of what you're selling. I mean, so sometimes there can be some like, gosh, do we really want to go that route? Did you ever have a moment where, where the type of distribution for like a shields, you know, even though it felt really great, felt kind of scary too? Yeah, there's when it comes to shields. No, we ha- we just wanted to jump on that right away uh, and get a feel for the the retail side. Uh, we got a good deal with them. Um, moving forward, though, like some future companies like Dix and all that, they they kind of work a little harder. So, so we do want to make sure we're on the on the positive side of the things. And every every place that we've gone in, we've been satisfied and have a good relationship with them. So um, I would say just make sure you're risking it and make sure you're you're being smart about it too at the same time. There are horror stories of, and I hate to pick on Walmart, but the, 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 there's one that I know for sure where you know went to a small company and said we're going to buy you know fifty thousand units and we need this price, and they basically were almost break even, and then they sent half of them back. Um, and you know, so all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this great deal that we got with Walmart, you know, sunk us. <laughs> uh, you, you know, that that can be a scary time, I think. Yeah, for sure. And then we, we, we're not going to face that difficulty. I don't think we're, we're, I think we're smart enough and we're above our, uh, our market and we, and we know what to do and what not to do. And we know our dot com sales are very important to us and you know, people will go there regardless to buy. So are you starting to feel the pressure to expand? In other words, like, okay, we get, we have one hit. Now let's make another one. Yeah, as in terms of products or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, products or 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 really any any fashion. But I, I guess I was thinking, you know, the typical way a lot of people expand is they they get a hit, they get a little reputation, they've got some distribution. All of a sudden, it's like yeah, now it's easier to go back to the well. Yeah, for sure. So we one want to definitely 
expand to different countries now this in 2020 um get some get more involved in australia south america and the countries that love volleyball um we've had a lot of love from different countries like over 30 countries so we want to expand in that aspect set up some tournaments in regards to new products we actually have an indoor model coming out in about 27 days and that is for the gymnasiums physical educations um concrete so you can tailgate with it um it's really good for gyms uh, schools um and classes classrooms so they can get it into the curriculum which we're really excited for yeah that's uh, uh that's a whole different sales channel isn't it yep and that means we need more manpower <laughs> <laughs> so you you started hinting at um some tournaments and things uh, you know do you ever see in your kind of wildest dreams that, that cross net becomes uh, uh you know, I'm trying to think of the right word, but a sport that, you know, that has leagues and that has, you know, summertime, you know, signups for things and maybe even becomes a, a sport that has, you know, maybe levels of competition. Yeah, absolutely. We love to get it on ESPN, obviously, Sports Center, and get it into a professional sport, I guess we can call it. Uh, definitely, we do definitely see that um, in, in the long run. Uh, we have to grow our brand first to make sure it's, it's what we want it to be and go down that route if we can want to make it a competitive side or make it a more fun side. But I think we have leverage to do both. Um, we, our first tournament actually was a few months ago in San Diego. We thought it would be like, you know, 15, 20 people. We ended up having like 50, 60 people come out and it was, it was a hell of a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate to dwell on anything negative, but do you ever, is there ever a sense that this would be something easy that somebody else could knock off? No, um, we're patent protected. So we're, we have a good legal team. So I'm pretty confident in, uh, and anything they try to do, we'll we'll be able to to back our end. Good. Well, that uh, I, the reason I ask that is because I think uh, you know a lot of times people pass over you know that the the need to do that in a situation like this because it uh, you know it costs money. It's expensive uh, to have a good legal team, <laughs> and so uh, um, I, I you know, applaud you for you know taking that uh, long term investment. So. Greg, tell people where they can find out more about uh, just the game, how it's played, and obviously the the acquire the equipment that they might need. Yeah, you can head over to crossnetgame.com. Um, you can also buy it on Target, Walmart, Amazon, eBay, all that. If you go to our website, though, we'll give you a pretty good uh, description of how to play. Um, you'll see some videos. You can go to our YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter. We're always posting like organic raw photos to see um, and videos to see uh, how people play and stuff. Great uh, small business success story. I appreciate you uh, stopping by the uh, the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, Greg, and hopefully we'll run into you soon out there on the road. Sounds good. Thanks, John, for having me.